I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Radio. We're off, and uh, this is the uh, Not The Weekend podcast. Frank Skinner, Emily, Gareth, Absolute. What's all the ingredients? You just put them anywhere you like. Gareth went a bit laddie then. You went, hello. Yes, not not at all him. Has to be said. Um, and that's a good hello. thing, obviously. And, what, uh, a good thing not being Aww. me? It's a good thing not being laddie. Oh, yes. I think you'll agree. Yes, that's true. Okay, let's not start. Let's not get prickly early on. <laughs> so not, not having that. Um, oh, yes, my private life. <laughs> <laughs> Although, do you know I was accused this week? Can you believe this? My uh, girlfriend said to me, I some, I'm starting to think that, that you deliberately cause arguments between us so you can talk about them on the radio show. Did she say that? Yeah. That's interesting. And um, what was your reply to Theory. this? Well, obviously, I was, I was too busy writing it down <laughs> to really... No, I mean, it's an outrageous idea. I find these arguments incredibly painful, and uh, they reduce me. That's mm. what they do. But once you've done them, you might as well talk about them on the radio. That's mm. what I always say, uh, you know. Nothing wasted. That's true. Remember Jonathan Ross said to me as a comedian that I was like a Chinese chef. He used to say, even the feet, he used to say to me. <laughs> even the feet, you use. <laughs> So, anyways, speaking of which, I was, um, as you know, I have an ongoing situation at home. Yeah. Um, in the the reading in bed thing. Oh yeah. Now I've spoke about this on the on the radio show. I don't think I've mentioned it on the uh, not the weekend podcast. I always suspect there's an overlap between the audiences. There might not be. A guy yeah. said to me, "I only listen to not the weekend podcast because it's shorter." Did he? I thought if it's shortness, you're after why listen at all. Well, exactly. I mean, also, what he would like is a bit of the podcast. Yeah. Because a bit can be as short as you want. Why doesn't he just listen to a trailer? <laughs> so anyway, uh, I was um, I, I was at home and mm. we've had... I, I bought another light this week, another tiny reading light. The, the, the dispute is that Wait. my girlfriend likes to sleep, I like to read mm. for about an hour and a half. I bought a tiny... Honestly, there's barely any light coming from it. I'm you? sure it's going to make me blind. It's like, if you can imagine I housed a glowworm in my navel, <laughs> that's about how much illumination I've got. I'm peering. Little micro light. Yeah, and it's, um, it, it's, it's not helpful. We've got other distractions. Uh, my girlfriend, what are they? Well, Kathy insists that we sleep with the doors, the sort of window. Hold on. Open. Which band are you with, the distractions <laughs> or the doors? <laughs> well... <laughs> On this occasion, there's a balcony adjoining our bedroom, yeah. you see? Mm, OK. And, um, Jim is distracting. I like there's a balcony adjoining our bedroom. It sounds like the start of a recitation. <laughs> or an old coward play. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so she insists on the doors being open, so it's quite, it's quite um, windy in there in the night. So I've heard. And she also, uh, she does, Frank, she likes a, cold, a cool temperature, doesn't she? Oh, my she? God. She does. And... Um, yeah, as I've said before, I think we, we we actually have honks of meat hanging on hooks. <laughs> so do I. In the, uh, <laughs> let's not go there. No. So um, it's very hot in this studio. I don't know about mm. you. I'm uh, 
It's like a scene I'm gonna from take a layer Tinko. Off. I mean, I'm gonna take yeah, I don't know whether I'm uh, whether I'm one of the nasty uh, soldiers or whether I'm Stephanie Beecham. I haven't made my mind up. <laughs> a lot of my parents' friends and that. Anyway. I, can, I can believe. What, were they um, Nazi walker? Oh, no, they weren't Nazis, were they Japanese? Fair play to them. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I don't want to diss the Japanese. They weren't Nazis. Okay, they were, they were shoulder to shoulder, but they never actually succumbed. They were quite shoulder to shoulder. Slightly shorter. Maybe a bit. They were shoulder to armband. <laughs> can we get on? So, yes. um, so what happens is the door, the bedroom door... It, 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 the, the wind coming in through the windows causes the door to creak open and shut all night. Oh. That's eerie. annoying. That's an eerie sensation. It's a... Eerie. What was that? Eerie. Eerie. Yeah, that's, that's something that's said sometimes, isn't it? Eerie. Oh, like tipper eerie. Yeah, like it's like a sort of reggae thing, isn't it? <laughs> eerie. <laughs> It's like, like I and I man forward upon a different <laughs> scene. I and I man collyweed, I and I man queen. That's what it's like. <laughs> Nevertheless, so if you can imagine... You know that child's mm. game? Uh, is it called Peepo? Mm. When you Peepo? Go, when you go, I don't like that child's game. <laughs> you know when you go, Peepo? Oh, yes, yeah. I do. You yeah, sort yeah. of appear from under the table. Mm. Imagine, if you will, Count, Count Dracula was babysitting. And he was playing... David Williams. And he was playing... <laughs> yeah. And I don't think Count Dracula is that creepy. Um, but imagine him playing people. So the child is in a high chair or maybe in a boggy. And uh, imagine that, that, that Dracula is just opening the coffin lid, looking mm. out and going, beep-boo, and then closing the coffin lid. And it's just that... Mm. Rrr, rrr, and that's what I've got all night. So, now that the summer months are upon us, of course, we've, we've discarded our hot water bottles. Do you know we didn't even bother emptying them? They're just lying there with cold water in. So I thought, this is perfect. So I've put one either side of the door, mm. and now that's, that problem's ah. been solved, eh? It's very good. It sounds rather elaborate. It's like some Heath Robinson contraption. It's all, but it does the trick. It oh. means we have to sleep with the door open, so even more light is coming in. But anyway, nevertheless, I wake up the other morning, and I look across to the pillow... And what do I see? Cat's feet are on the pillow. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> and I, I was confused, to say the least. Feet and but no head? Well, it, she was connected, but she'd, she'd, she'd gone round oh, in the night. I'm glad she was connected. No she's, Paul Daniels trick going on there. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like The Godfather. I didn't wake up and there was a... Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, exactly. I did do that. <laughs> <laughs> but she had odd socks on, and I'm... I'm I'm very pernickety on it. No. So I, I was obviously confused. And also, it's, it was about six in the morning. I couldn't get back to sleep because when you're lying next to the top of somebody, there's not a lot of violence going on. But feet... Well, you say that. Yeah, but feet, you know, they're quite... They, they yes. can kick out. Yes. So it turns out that our, our bedroom gets very light in the morning and she's decided it's darker at that side of the bed that end of the bed than it is at the, the, the top end of the bed. I don't know how she's worked this out. I think it's something to do with the international date line. <laughs> so she's now started... Well, we're sleeping spoons, I believe, is the, oh, is the phrase. Oh, top and tailing. But it's not nice, because if I... Say if I have a bad dream, I like to reach out in the night. I don't want to grab an ankle. I want to grab an old foot. No. Well, she's got a dainty foot and a shapely calf, but that's not the point. No. You don't, don't want to grab an old foot. I don't want... Why didn't she take the pillow with her? I know. That would have been mine. <laughs> to leave the pillow. So she's lying at the other end. Now, you see, I'm not a broad-shouldered man, but I find if you lie on your side and there's no pillow... You're no Michelle Obama. 
No. But the head, the head's got nowhere to go. Are you with me? <laughs> yeah, so there's... Um, well, I, I wasn't happy with it, I have to say. Oh, Frank. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, because I've had quite an exceptional week, actually. Oh. I've had what I call a beefcake week. Mm. Is that upset? Is that... <laughs> is that... I've forgotten... <laughs> You're going to say is that exceptional? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Well, Phew, that was. Ter- I thought I, I thought you were joking. I, I, was, I was just going to do the Heimlich. Just a minor breakdown. I had. I was I was poised for the Heimlich. <laughs> I didn't know what he was saying. I heard X, and so I thought he was saying, "Let's talk about <laughs> sex and getting creepy." It's like that old Norman Collier routine. So I said, and he said, actually on radio, that's probably quite terrifying. Trust me, it's hilarious in its day. Next. So, um, hunk week. Number one. Honk week. Yeah, that's what I'm calling my week. Okay. Uh, well, my first beefcake was I was having dinner with a friend of mine and he said, he's a platonic friend of mine, lovely guy, Tom, mm. and he said, oh, do you mind if a friend joins us? Now, normally I hate that. I do. I don't like no. OPF, other people's friends. Yes. I really don't like, I don't like them in any way, shape or form. I don't want to know you. Can I say I don't like people who say any way, shape or form? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really don't. Oh. oh. Got very <laughs> <laughs> Not for the first time, let's be honest. Um, so, normally... I like to think that awkwardness is the mortar that holds the bricks of this show together. Yeah, I, I would say that. <laughs> Certainly the motto of the show. Um, I would like to say about that. <laughs> I wish you'd stop saying that. Well, they'll think we have you in a large vat of water in one corner of the studio. Did I tell you I interviewed Pamela Anderson for the second time and she didn't remember the first time I interviewed her. And then halfway through the second interview, she said, oh, I do remember now, I remember the awkwardness. <laughs> How lovely. Wow. I might bond with her over that, mm. over the anyway show perform. But no, I don't like when other people's friends join, drop in on no. you. It's like, why do you, how do you know we'll get on? It's an imposition. It, it is. is an imposition. Mm. I find my friends a stretch, let alone their <laughs> friends. Yeah. But I made an exception in this case. Do you know why? Because the friend, the friend... Was a honk. It was only the hunk, the gardener from what, Desperate Housewives. No, <laughs> no. The gardener from, from Des- Desperate Housewives. What, the, the young one? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. I know. Even Gareth He's a I know. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. He's extraordinary. <laughs> it was like... When I'm at, at a meal, I like a gravy boat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen... Uh, Frank, oh, I'm going to oh, show you cake. pictures. I watched the first seven episodes of... Um, Desperate Housewives series one, and I said to myself, "I am going to watch every. I love this. I'm going to watch every episode. Mm. Never watched it since." Well, the Hunky Gardener was in that those ones, wasn't he? So, yeah. Gorgeous. Um, it was really strange experience. I don't think I've ever been that up close to someone that good looking. It was. Really? It was like a. I'll take that as a personal slight. <laughs> <laughs> it was a living work of art. I was eating with. And he was nice as well. A living work of art. Yeah. The honky gardener. He was. The facial construction of the man. All his as well. Then, later in the week, I go and see X-Men, because my friend wrote the screenplay. I know Mm -hmm. that's boastful, but I don't care. No, no, I thought to be proud of. And I really enjoyed it, Mm. but I stopped enjoying it at one point. Do you know why? Michael Fassbender, who plays Magneto, Mm. I fancied him so much, it made me upset. (laughs) <laughs> made you upset. I got really depressed. For about two days, the depression lasted. Because I just knew the fact is, you know, he's not going to date an absolute radio DJ. That's is a it? bit harsh. I'm never going to walk on a Karen Beach with Michael Fassbender. 
He's in a different visual firmament to me, I'm afraid. I have to accept that, Frank. No, that's just a film. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, who was that guy who um, uh, a fan sent a brazier through the post that was and he you. ended up marrying her? No, you didn't marry them. No. Um, no, oh, yes, you're right, the man from 90210. Yeah. Luke Perry. Yeah, there you go. So, um, oh. I mean, that's, uh, you know... I can't afford the postage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think um, Bravissimo do a FedEx system. <laughs> but it did put me in a really strange depression for about two days. Really? Yeah, I just... I woke up and then I remembered how good-looking he was and how I'd never be with him. Oh, God. It's a possibility, you know... Fassbender's just his name. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> doesn't. Well, my, my friend said, why are you depressed? I was too embarrassed to say why. Because I couldn't say because I fancy Michael Fassbender. Well, I was just the same after the social network. <laughs> oh, because you, fa- you liked... Um, I, had a, I had a strange stirring about Jacek I- Eisenberg. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, J- Jacek, did I say? <laughs> yeah, there's probably some terrible Freudian slip in that I don't want to analyse. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. I, th- I found strangely... I wouldn't say I was in a bad mood after. I would just asked, who am I? <laughs> who am I? I constantly <laughs> said to myself. It reminded me I had a similar strange sort of um, both sides of your sexuality experience on my honeymoon of all occasions. Oh, you know, wow. I was married for ten months. Yes, I remember. You may know that. And um, we went to uh, to Florence, not the tall, ginger-haired woman, we, to no. the, the city. And, That's um, a nice choice. Well done. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, well, you know, you like to educate the young. And um, we, um, I saw uh, Donatello's David, a, a sculpture of a, a mm. very androgynous yeah, figure yes. with a few flowers. I've and seen a, it up close. Yeah. And... Um, well, how can I put it? A bottom to die for. And I, <laughs> I must have stared at it for 20 minutes. I mean, the, 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 you know, the, the, the statue in general, the bottom for, in particular. And, and my, my, my wife mm. became um, enraged. Did she? She said to me, who looks at a statue for 20 minutes? In a, in a rhetorical question, I think. <laughs> I don't think she wanted a list, you know, of art critics. That would have been ludicrous. But, um, yeah... And uh, I think there was a, a there was a slight bit of drool on the corner of my mouth, which was a. a mm. But yeah, it did. It stirred. I've seen something. that up close, and I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, but I mean that's it for me. But yeah, Jesse Eisen. Uh, yeah, it was it was weird there. Well, my gardener's called Jesse. Well, he's not my gardener, but um, he's called Jesse as well. You're a hunky gardener. Mm. Mm. Hunky gardener. Well, it might work out. You know, Jesse's just his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that did I'm glad you did that, because you did it with fast bend and yeah. no one noticed, and you let it go. And then you thought, I have another opportunity to, to revamp. Oh, Frank. I'm, recycling is what's keeping this planet on its feet, not this planet has feet. Frank, I've just had an idiotic Eureka moment. I've just got fast bend. <laughs> yes, well, I, 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 I knew you didn't first time, and I didn't laugh out of spite. <laughs> But um, he's pulled it, he's, he's turned it round with Jesse. He has. Good lad. Mm. I was hoping it would just pass by unnoticed because I'm not sure about the ethics of those jokes, but that's okay. Okay. Yes. Um, yes, we, I can, got... we can have an es- ethics debate. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find uh, the only way is ethics. <laughs> <laughs> is that the name of the programme? It is. <laughs> I had a terrible moment of day. absolutely first class. Thank you very much. I don't like this. I mean, it is... I think it's safe to say, I think it's a feminine thing that about being in a mood and not telling people... Oh, is it? Not telling people why? I, I, well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, that game that one has to play, you know. Guess you, what I'm cross about. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Is, uh, is, or oh, just all sorts. Of, I mean, 
Kath is a mist, a complete enigma to me a lot of the time. She'll say, I'm, "Oh no, I, I really, I don't want to do that." And I say, "Why?" And she went, "No, I just." And I have to try and do detective work. Mm. I bought her three beautiful pairs of jeans while we was on. Mm. I was away in New York. Mm. Beautiful. Uh, she looks fantastic mm. in them. Tried them on, loved them, great. Three pairs. Three pairs of jeans. A two for one offer. No, three for no, two. No, I just I went crazy. I was on holiday. To hell with Generous. it. Generous. Yeah, and. Um, She's got six legs, did I tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that explains why the pillow thing was so disturbing. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she comes from a small hamlet near Chernobyl. <laughs> but, um, oh, God, when we did the, the 3D Isle of Man tribute, <laughs> she brought the house down. Um, no, so, um, so I brought the jeans back. She loved them, tied them on, they looked great. Mm. And I noticed a week went by two You know when you buy someone a, a clothing gift, you're looking to see mm. on. Mm. No yeah. sign. So I said, you're not wearing the jeans. Oh, I will wear them. I just, it's a bit warm. There's snow on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to wear the jeans? Yeah, I think, I'm, I'm just, I can't find the right, um, et cetera, et cetera. In the end, I, I said, come on, I need to know. Turned out, it took about three months to find out. Mm. That a mother had told that if you wear jeans, you get a yeast infection. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Can that be right? I mean, our no. cowboy, the whole cowboy ethos you know would what? be... And also, that's your... Well, we call her your mother-in-law, Sandy Mason. Mm. Sandy Mason, as you know, she favours a Yoda billowing sleeve... <laughs> she does. ...in a neutral tone. <laughs> yeah. So, I haven't seen her in a jean. She's not really a jean wearer. No, billowing sleeve, she likes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's true, but... So, I mean, no wonder was... she's promoting this propaganda. It is... Uh, it's annoying, though, because, you know, I paid um, several, I'm going to say it, several dollars mm. for those. Uh, for Kath's that, so. not a fan of a of a, um, a jean or a pant, But because though. of that, though, oh, there's always no. a dark ulterior motive. <laughs> there is. I mean, have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of I that. I don't even know what a yeast infection wear, is. Wear I, think, I think I got one once from home brew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can be a bit moody. Um, oh, go on. So no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do tell people. Like I think, I think ladies often give men too much credit that mm. we'll be able to work out why the moods are happening. Like I don't think we know. No, I, mean, I haven't got the deductive powers. This Just is, spell it out to me, please. This this has gone a bit uh, Jasper Cage, <laughs> <laughs> and they take so long to get ready, don't they? <laughs> I've, also, I've noticed some differences. Unbelievable! Between, I've noticed some differences. And they love a white wine oh, outside the. The purely biological. Yeah. Um, no, so um, every um, weekend I stay with my um, friends in Camden, and mm. um, he's a very close friend of mine, Chris, and um, you get bantery with your mates, and we were looking for a film to watch and looking through, you know, you do the on-demand films, we were looking through and we were being a bit bantery, and he, he likes, like, a Hollywood blockbuster. What are the on-demand films? Um, Bulletproof Monk. No, but what, what does <laughs> great film? What does that mean on, on demand? That you can just you can just click on it and like on the internet. Pay, yeah, oh, no, right. no, no, no. Mm. On um, on telly. On like you know, if you've got a Virgin or Sky Plus. Did you just say on like telly? That. I believe you did. <laughs> well, on telly. On telly I oh. Yeah, but they're kind of yeah. They, like they, Skybox. They happen, yeah, Skybox. Okay. That's uh, you're there. Okay. That's what in, on Virgin. I was thinking Jackie Smith's husband. <laughs> but we're talking no, on no. Crossbook. Okay, so you go through and you. Um, 
and you he, banter. He's got a broader taste. He can he, taste in films than me. He can appreciate a Hollywood blockbuster where I just find them a bit boring. I like something a little bit arty, a little bit okay. you know, more. Um, and so we would go. Oh, you know, you, you like man and woman discussing their relationship with subtitles in a cafe. Mm, maybe not that arty. Okay. <laughs> maybe <laughs> slightly less arty. Give us a for instance. So, for instance, he he thinks Transformers is a great film. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't um, into it. He, the Hangover, he really liked. I wasn't so into The Hangover. Well, what do you like? Well, I, I was saying, oh, you would like that sort of film. And I wanted to... I like I, the fact that you actually did a Gareth impression, <laughs> there, which I think was quite good. It's I, a sort of that you went to your the sort of platonic essence of who Gareth was, and there you found the impression. That was brilliant. Frank, I like the fact that this character <laughs> likes Transformers and The Hangover. Because I think he sounds like he's like Paddy McGuinness or something. <laughs> Is he a bit like that? No, but he just okay. he can appreciate. He's a, like he's a film teacher. Like he, he if, does media if, art. If you get one of your films, art. does he say no lighty, no like it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, so, oh, so he, can, he likes a broad range of films, but you know, of a Friday evening, he wants to watch something. Yeah, he's rubbish. been he's been a week all week talking about <laughs> yeah. Bash Battleship Potemkin. He wants a bit of. He um, wants to watch something lighty. Yeah. Mm. And I said, <laughs> so, so in this particular situation, an example of me um, getting moody. I said, oh, what's that? Let's watch that new Bill Hicks film. And he said, oh... A Bill, fine choice. Bill Hicks is rubbish. I think he's... And because we had been oh. bantering... I thought you'd have suggested Rain of Erna Fassbender. <laughs> just to see if you can work in another one of your homophobic Let's remarks. Let's watch um, that one with Michael Fassbender and also Social Network. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And, um... So, so I'll think of another one with someone with a name and well, the, the listeners can do that themselves. Why should I do? We can. Work? You can always come in <laughs> later in the week and add one. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Um, and because we were we were pulling each other's legs, and he, and so he oh, went okay. in quite hard and was saying, "Oh, I think you're taking the whole fast bender thing too far." <laughs> um, Bill Hicks, no, he's rubbish. I think he's harsh. Like, oh, there's no such thing as God. Oh, dinosaurs. Uh, no such thing as dinosaurs. Oh, he's an I- idiot. He's the worst comedian I've ever Has seen. Has he got him mixed up he's... with Richard Dawkins? <laughs> <laughs> he's the worst comedian I've ever seen. And um, well, oh. at least that was a, a backhanded compliment. Yeah, no, it's true. He said, "No, he, he's he said, the worst." Com- but to put no, <laughs> to put a nail in the coffin. He said, "No, you're better than Bill Hicks. I think you are a better comedian." Yeah, but than on Bill the Hicks. plus side, you could put that on your posters now. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Mm. That's true. Um, but that uh, no, that that is. But um, Bill Hicks is. I mean, I'm not like him stylistically, but he is the reason I started doing comedy. So I went very quiet after he said that. Frank's okay. with Tommy Trinder. <laughs> He was a judge on um, Britain's Got Talent 1941 when I went on. (laughs) I've never looked back. Where is that rearview mirror? (laughs) So Bill Hicks is the reason you did stand-up comedy, fancy that? Um, I know. Um, Mm. And um, he hardly does any puns. No? Um, And I went quiet. And yeah, we, well, so did Bill Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> he really has had an influence on you, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Did, yeah, okay. the main influence on my stand-up of Bill Hicks is dying. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> You've recreated it so many times. <laughs> so you were in a sulk, basically. Yeah, so basically I thought, and I said, no, no, you've upset me now saying that about Bill Hicks. And it was embarrassing because, you know... It's a, it's a comedian who I like, but mm. he had he had not taken it too far. <laughs> yeah, but you did tell him you were up yeah, front. No, I've, that's mm. the thing. You have to be up front. I think it. I have to say I think he trampled all over your feelings in that. Yeah, 
Yeah, no he need did. for it at all. <laughs> I, suspect, I suspected that he did it on purpose as well because he knew I was a fan of Bill Hicks. But um, we've talked about it and apologised and it's all smoothed over. We talked about it, it's fine. When you say we've apologised, does that mean you apologised as well for your reaction? Yeah. I'm yeah. taking that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a car yet, by the way? Well, the, yes. You oh, have got a car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how were the payments? All right. <laughs> it's okay. So far, so, so, far, so good. For the and you went for Skoda? <laughs> um, yes. So we've got basically exactly the same car we had before, but a, uh, the estate version. Oh, okay. So slightly bigger boot, so... Like, you know, oh, I thought you meant he's had dogs running around <laughs> it and there was a mattress <laughs> in the back seat. Yeah, a bricks. Yeah. <laughs> ah. um, no, and um, no, it was all well. It was a bit of a flaff because I um, I forgot the registration documents. You know when you send oh a car. yes, I know those mm. your V five or whatever. It yeah, is. and I looked for it, couldn't find it, and assumed because it was a higher purchase thing that I'd done with the last car that I didn't have one. Um, I was mistaken. You thought you were exempt. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, I, and I had to go all the way back home. But um, when he handed over the car, it was a big moment, and I'd, got, I'd grown quite fond of Phil. Yeah, we'd, Phil. We'd, okay. we'd had a nice time together. And, does he um, like Bill Hicks? Um, I think he does. Like He's a huge comedy fan. Is he? Like, oh, I think, we, I think some, he's yeah. met, this is the man who gave you a cup of tea. Yeah. Mm. Oh, um, a bit of a friend of the show. And yeah. as um, he showed me around the, the new car, and then he said, and just what, one minute, and went off to the office and um, brought me out a lovely bouquet of flowers. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What, from his pocket? He said... Um, <laughs> he really is a comedy fan. Was it a clown car? <laughs> Had <laughs> oh, yeah. you done your Jesse Eisenberg joke? When you pressed the horn, did glitter come out? Well, there's a question. <laughs> so many possible interpretations of that sentence. I don't, I don't want to go to any of them. Well, that's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, it's I like, was taken aback. I didn't really know how to respond. Well, it's, it's odd. My impulse was to kiss him on the cheek when he gave me flowers. Oh, no. You gave your impulse as well. <laughs> well, that is a bad sign. <laughs> Spent a lot of time uh, talking about that. How lovely, that! But mm. an odd thing to give a man yeah, a custody, said, you could argue. Of course, I'm not used to giving flowers to men. Oh, it all went a bit Michael Fassbender. <laughs> you think they'd have something separate for, uh, you know, a, 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 a meerschaum pipe? Maybe, mm. but uh, it's, it's nice. But you see, well, you say that, but I read something this week. There was some research saying that women actually view, if men buy them flowers, they view that with tremendous suspicion. Oh. I, mean, because... I, I think if it's a wreath, <laughs> I've tried that one, and they they can look edgy. It's true. <laughs> no, but they often infer from that that the man's been cheating. Yeah. What? Because you buy them flowers? Yes. It does happen. You can't, you can't win. Can't win with them. Mm. No, you can't. You don't think he's <laughs> been, can't don't think he's them, been can't selling live. cars to other people behind your back. <laughs> well, it was quite difficult to explain to Laura that there's a car salesman who given me flowers. Yeah, who's going to believe that one? <laughs> yeah, and, did, and how come he give you those scratches on your back? Oh no, when I put the roses on the back of the driving seat and there were thorns. <laughs> No, it's. I, I think it's somewhat lovely about it because a lot mm. of blokes would have thought, "Oh, no, we're all men together." But no, he, you know, he's, he's. Uh, yeah. I bet he liked the social network. <laughs> <laughs> we're going out for dinner this week. Yeah, be nice. Okay. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 